Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Good day everyone. It's a whole new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. I am alone in the studio in Mumbai and I am joined by Chiranjit via phone call. Chiranjit, uh, we've got a couple of news today uh, pertaining to I-League, ISL yeah. and again I-League. I say that because uh, Abhidash Ruidas is fixed in a battle between the I-League and the ISL. You know, he has been in a podcast quite often. Uh, the reason being, uh, he's, there's a tug of war for him between uh, East Bengal and Mumbai City FC. Now, let's see who wins well, this in the end. <laughs> this, this, it's not really Mumbai City is an active participant in this. Uh, the yeah. primary I, I think they're the waiting is, party uh, uh, just to uh, know yeah. that uh, if they can get uh, yeah. the, the services of Roy Das. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so the actual uh, actual tug of war is between uh, Ruidas and East Bengal themselves, uh, and uh, ISL just happens to be uh, you know the uh, the league that has signed him, and Mumbai City that has it happens to be the team that is uh, picking him up from the draft. So primarily, this is a East Bengal versus Ruidas thing. All right. Uh, so so uh, yeah. just uh, uh, the another another update that comes from uh, on this matter is uh, the AFF. You know, it looks more like the uh, heading towards the end of the story, where AFF has mm. made it clear that the ruling body for the state of West Bengal, that is the IFA, has no jurisdiction mm. for any sort of uh, you know player disputes over contract and uh, the validity of the contract. So AFF has clearly mm. stated that. That the player status committee is the one who will decide where this matter goes ahead, and uh, any further decision from the A- A- IFA will not be sustained or enforced. Yeah. So uh, look, this is a correct decision in terms that the token system is pretty outdated. It may have made sense in 1920s or uh, even 1970s. But uh, it no longer applies because uh, all the contracts are now centrally approved. You know, we have technologically uh, made a, a huge leap uh, forward and uh, we don't have to rely on something as ancient as a token, uh, which uh, the IFA uh, imposed and the AIFF never took up anyway. So uh, on that basis, the initial decision made by IFA uh, that because East Bengal have Abhinash's token, uh, he has to uh, sign for them for this season. That particular decision uh, is the one that was the most contentious and uh, AIFF uh, looked into its constitution and said uh, that cannot be enforced. Uh, what is interesting is that there have been other instances like this uh, over the last few years, uh, but AIFF never really intervened. You know, uh, it, it I, I think not, I think the the matter just yeah. got more grave is the reason because the player draft came into picture and a player was picked yeah. up in spite of the controversy already you know in place before the the draft system was there. Yeah. So if, yeah, if so not, I it would have just gone by uh, another. Yeah. Uh, I think the, these instances have come earlier as well, where we we've seen you know the matter was just uh, suppressed and the player might have to just uh, bow down to the state authority, and uh, this is. 
exactly yeah. where we've seen uh, why there was a, such a big controversy happening because the ISL was involved and the player draft was there yeah yeah I, it was it was uh, because one of the interested parties was uh, mg reliance the right. uh, commercial partners of aiff and they had a uh, interest in uh, getting this uh, matter resolved uh, seemingly in favor of uh, mumbai city fc because so far we have not heard anything about uh, the main dispute from aiff they have said they have only looked into whether or not ifa has jurisdiction over this okay and and which is which is fine which is okay you uh, i mean they should stand as precedent uh, i mean precedents and uh, be imposed in all all player, future player disputes like ifa does not or, or the local body does not get to take the decision at all uh, all of these uh, thing uh, you know disputes should go to player status committee and uh, aifa disciplinary committee so that is okay uh, you know you did not do it before fine but then those uh, uh, you know instances uh, should stand as uh, cases where justice was not served because the local association took the decision and aiff did not intervene so that's a failure on the administrative uh, administrative part yeah. that you you allowed a body to uh, take a decision when the jurisdiction lay elsewhere so yeah i guess i guess we're just going to forget about those past cases now where uh, seemingly justice was not served uh, but we we are going to see justice now so that's a good thing but we have only heard interest on on that from aiff they have not really said anything about uh, the main claim the, uh, that east bengal forged the signature of uh, abhinash ridas on a contract paper and then we heard a different account saying that uh, no it was actually uh, you know they made him sign a blank piece of paper okay so yeah. which is it which is it is it a forged signature or was it uh, a sign on a blank piece of paper and if it was uh, you know something on a blank piece of paper why did ruidas originally complain to iff saying they have forged my signature okay and there's something else that happened on this front uh the aiff decision came out yesterday yeah again it, is, it was the decision says that uh, it's just ruling out ifa from uh, making any decisions yeah. so the final verdict is yet uh, to be given and that will be coming from the meeting that uh, the status committee will decide you know uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so all that is fine yeah. all that is fine but that is uh, you know still it's it's just uh, aiff asserting thing like this is my area aiff yeah. should uh, ifa should uh, stay out of it right. that's all they have said but the day before this decision came out uh, abhinash ruidas wrote a letter to east bengal saying uh, you know thank you for giving me uh, xyz opportunity to establish myself as a player and please give me a no objection certificate uh, to go and play for mumbai city fc Hmm. Uh, in the next season so wait why like why did he write that letter if his claim that east bengal was uh, uh, forging his signature to try and keep him for another 2 years was actually a fake so like i mean if he he can't he can't say that uh, you know they forged my signature and at the same time ask uh, them for a no objection certificate i think I it's mean, more of uh, the player like, bowing uh, to you know the understood pressure that he might have to face because he knows yeah, somewhere yeah, that you know, might he, also that yeah. might also happen but if you are if you are like ruidas must should understand that he might himself might face punishment for this yeah right i mean 
Look, if you are trying to prove yourself right, if you're trying to prove yourself innocent, why would you just uh, in a roundabout way uh, agree to the club's right over you? Like you don't ask for no objection certificate from a club unless you are contracted to the club. And Abhinash's entire case is that he's not contracted to the club anymore. Yeah. Like wh- I, I don't, I don't see why he actually chose to contradict himself when everything uh, was uh, seemingly going towards uh, his favor. Uh, AIF was about to knock IFA out. So I think more yeah, of you I, know, I we, know. The, the, yeah? the case actually moves stronger, uh, you know, f- towards the federation, uh, the IFA's favor, because Ruidas himself did not turn up when he was summoned for uh, the decisions and the meetings. So in a way, Ruidas he knows that uh, he might be on the you know losing side over here, and that's the reason that this attempt of uh, uh, asking for the no objection certificate because. This might be something that has uh, just provoked him, understanding that you know, uh, if I do not make any step further to towards uh, clearing my name, he might be into trouble, and where he already is. No, but this does not clear his name at all. It does this not. It just lands him in more. Yeah, it it just muddies the water even yeah. more. Look, either he is right or East Bengal is right. Either he lied or East Bengal lied. And we are no closer to finding out what the case is. It just seems like everybody is, uh, you know, trying to bury the whole thing now. Uh, you know, uh, Abhinash Ruidas has written a uh, letter uh, to East Bengal. And at the same time, we're hearing that East Bengal are, you know, tired of the entire situation. Khalid Jamil is like, I don't want a player who does not want to stay here. Okay, uh, so uh, Khalid Jamil came in later. And now he's like, uh, I mean, he, that that's not his way. He uh, he knows he can't get much out of a player who, uh, you know, mentally has already decided to leave. So we'll have to see how the rest of it plays out. Maybe yeah, East Bengal. I think if you if you if just come down, now, yeah, yeah, if yeah? you come down to yeah. the player and the coach's uh, level and try to understand, you know, what do you want to do of this case. As a coach, he would. Uh, he already made a statement that he does not want a player who's, you know, uh, he's already given a statement that he does not want to play yeah. with East Bengal. He wouldn't want to go yeah. and just, you know, even if uh, say uh, the IFA goes and wins this uh, argument or the, this this dispute, they don't want to keep such a player who's already, you know, half his uh, mind has already gone towards Mumbai City FC. So, yeah, yeah, for the best, but the we best. are we are talking about we are talking about somebody lied to the entire. Yes, yes, it's all uh, about know, ethics system. right now. Yeah, but what? Where, where is the resolution of that? So if if uh, you know East Bengal are justified, uh, then we should actually have uh, have an investigation going into the handwriting or uh, whatever the case is, uh, or uh, you know some some sort of uh, disciplinary uh, uh, you know uh, consensus. Uh, about this matter so that uh, that uh, actually th- there is a financial uh, part uh, uh, component to this as well because if East Bengal are still contracted to uh, you know if Rohidas is still contracted to East Bengal then East Bengal can ask for a transfer fee from IMG Reliance uh, to let him play for uh, you know one of the ISL teams uh, which in this case happens to be uh, Mumbai City FC right yeah and will Mumbai City FC want to take Ruidas on if there is a additional, uh, you know, expense of a transfer fee on him? So that is still in the uh, entirely up in the air. 
Yeah. Will uh, East Bengal want a transfer fee? That's that's also uh, another question. Maybe they will just give him uh, the no objection certificate and uh, he will be allowed to uh, go to Mumbai City. But if uh, Abhinash Ruidas was not telling the truth when he said that East Bengal forged his signature, what punishment falls to him? Yeah. Or on the flip side, if Abhinash Ruidas was actually true and, uh, and there is an analysis uh, and it comes back that uh, East Bengal actually forged his signature, uh, it was not real, their entire claim. What punishment falls on East Bengal? Yeah. I, I mean, uh, we, we should hear, we should hear some words from AIFF uh, going uh, about, about what they're doing to actually resolve this investigation. Uh, you know, but so far, it, it's not enough. Yeah. What they're doing, you know, just uh, knocking IFA out is not enough. They need to actually take this to the conclusion. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's hope uh, there's some peaceful resolute uh, to this uh, dispute that's really been stretched for over a long time. So let's move our attention to, uh, from uh, the the ISL team that we are talking about, who's uh, not very active in this picture, Mumbai City FC. They are on a roll. Another signing. Now this time again, it's a foreigner. It's their sixth signing. Uh, it's been like uh, just uh, just over two weeks, and they've already got six of the eight foreigners in the squad. I think they are mm. way ahead, you know, uh, ahead in in the planning stage over here uh, uh, compared yeah. to other ISL teams. They know they what what they need, and most of them have uh, you know been the star f- performance from last season. So the latest addition in this uh, Mumbai City FC is uh, Mauricio. Mauricio Rosario. Yeah. He comes from Brazil. He's a 33-year-old defender. Uh, most uh, he, mm. he's predominantly a, a left footer and plays in cent- central defense. Now, just looking at the defense of Mumbai City FC, Chiranjit Goyan is there. There is Vieira, Justin yeah. Vieira, and yeah. here here comes another Brazilian. You know what? What are they getting to? This this get more meaner and meaner as they keep talking about them. Uh, yeah, it it is it is. Uh, and what this gives them is uh, depth because uh, I don't think they can uh, afford to play three defenders uh, who are foreigners because you're just gonna have uh, five uh, on the pitch, uh, five foreigners on the pitch. Hmm. So they will have to uh, keep at least let's say two in the midfield, one in strike, or you know one midfield, one wing, one strike. Uh, something like that will happen. So you have three good foreign defenders. Uh, it, it's a it, uh, you you pretty much know that you're only going to use two in most games unless you are really in need of a, you know yeah. uh, you have to defend in in a certain situation. But what this this does is that they they have it shows that they have learned their lessons. Hmm. Okay, uh, a couple of seasons they have had to pay the price because uh, they ran out of squad depth. Like. Uh, you know, ISL, uh, it, it's no longer the kind of intense, you know, every two, three days you have a match kind of a tournament that it was before. But still, it's a real thing. You, you have a long season, which means there are higher chances of injuries and uh, you will miss out on players. So you need a bigger squad depth to last the entire season. So that's what they're working on. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, having this guy, I don't know if he will uh, start every game. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's there. you bet, you bet he will be there in uh, at least half the games. He will be yeah. a valuable presence so it's, uh, it's in a, the bench. It's a toggle between yeah. uh, Goyan and uh, uh, Mauricio here. 
because uh, both yeah i think uh, goyan is going to get preference yeah yeah straight straight okay, forward okay unless you really does well in the uh, in the warm ups and the practice and suddenly outshines goyan which is yeah. which i don't really see yeah. happening so uh, an impressive cv for mauricio he's played uh, yeah. in the brazil brazilian top league he's played for fluminense and he's played in the top mm-hmm. division of portugal and uh, not to yeah. not to forget thailand premier league and indonesian indonesian super league are also one of the leagues that uh, mauricio has represented so a wealth of experience mm. that he comes along with and uh, you know I, i won't be surprised if i see another announcement from mumbai city today about a yet another foreign signing because they are on a signing spree really yeah absolutely uh, they they're going to we we can uh, expect uh, this thing to trickle down and uh i i think uh, the biggest two signings are being kept for last by mumbai city yeah so that's that's uh, about the signings for mumbai city fc and uh let's move our attention to the i league uh so just a couple of weeks back we heard uh, uh the aff uh, throwing out uh, uh you know all asking for uh, teams to come and bid for uh, different uh from uh, uh, teams from different uh, cities to uh, play participate in the i league and what we hear is ozone fc whom about uh, we talked about you know uh, in depth uh, in the last season as well so, so they did not make it to the last uh, edition of uh, the i league and hopefully again uh, they've been in the news uh, something can turn up from bangalore also is uh, gokulam fc from uh, uh, where are they from from malappuram, malappuram. Uh, yet another strong yeah. uh, fan base for them and uh, a couple of names that you know surprised me over here is jodhpur there's a team from jodhpur that has been up, that's applying chiranjit any updates on this yeah well there is a, apparently a bid coming from jodhpur and one coming from ahmedabad uh, so ahmedabad we know the trans stadium trans stadium uh, would be uh, the one stadium. Yeah. yeah yeah that has come up so it's uh, it's they have been uh, really like lo- uh, looking forward to get a team uh, based out of there and since uh, you know uh, every everybody like the indian football uh, seems to be following what bengaluru fc do you know and and uh, i i've actually uh, spoken to some a uh, couple of uh, you know new uh, in the second division or uh, upcoming club owners and they all seem to be mirroring that thought like if needed i will get into i league i will like prime the fan base and uh, sort of get in and get a feel of the thing get some experience uh, of of how football system works and then i will try to bid for isl maybe that's what is happening with uh, amdabad case mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know the the excitement or the buzz around that stadium was isl centric not iig centric but uh, they didn't make it to isl this time so uh, yeah they they might want to start with uh, i league and then we have uh, this team from jodhpur uh, which i don't know much about at this moment uh, but uh, you know i ha- i am i am a bit skeptical about that because i league is not a league that gets uh, centrally promoted much so if you're going to have a successful club uh, in i league you either come in with a strong fan base or they work really hard to sort of stimulate uh, an existing local footballing culture and great uh, generate a great local response like bengaluru fc have done okay otherwise otherwise the teams uh, you know seemingly always falls flat because you don't have uh, seven eight channels blaring with advertisements yeah. uh, uh, 24 hours to uh, announce to the world that you have arrived or something like that so uh, yeah uh, jodhpur 
should actually uh, be uh, a, a potential uh, ISL expansion city, but uh, uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure uh, ISL is not going to get to that one anytime soon because uh, uh, the next expansion of ISL uh, will probably take into consideration East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, and uh, all these other kind of uh, established names yeah. first. So. Let's let's just see how that pans out. So uh, uh, only two I, will be taken in. Uh, yeah, two. Uh, you're talking about uh, Mumbai yeah. FC being not considered since they have been relegated. So it leaves us with nine no teams. Uh, uh, the, yeah, so we don't will, expect any a, of the single, uh, not a single peep from them. Yeah. So a, anything. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but. So yeah. you say, Chiranjit, you say two teams uh, can be picked up from uh, the, the ones we talked about. Yeah. So that makes it nine yeah, so, plus so, two. Uh, let's just say we, we actually have eight right now uh, and uh, we will see uh, who else comes in. Uh, it's it, The strongest bids are from obviously Gokulam FC and uh, Ozone FC. Ozone FC have been playing second division for a while and uh, they even almost amassed a team uh, that was good good enough for i league last season they uh, did not manage to get in mm-hmm. and they have the bangalore football stadium uh, and and uh, believe me there is a there is a uh, you know a subsection of bangalore football uh, community which does not like bengaluru fc they want to see a team with more local flavor and if ozone can deliver on that maybe they will get to capture that fan base uh, and uh, in the future, there may be a rivalry between Bengaluru FC and Ozone FC. That's interesting. So, uh, it's all good. If if they make that happen, that's good. But the most valuable bid is Gokulam from Malappuram. Because Malappuram is a football-crazy city. We saw what happened every Federation Cup game sold out when it was hosted there. These guys are going to really show up and support their local team uh, if they get the chance. It's it's a sin that they have not even gotten that chance so far. But now that they are getting it, you know, AIFF should take notice and uh, really uh, give this team uh, a, a lot of, uh, you know, advantage in terms of really uh, getting into I-League. So, uh, fingers crossed for Gokulam FC. Yeah. Yeah, so Gokulam looks a hot favorite, you know, uh, the way we've uh, talked, to, uh, spoken about Kerala football and uh, how it draws attention. And uh, even uh, the World Cup, uh, uh, the build-up to the World Cup, uh, the under-17, you know, uh, one of the cities that really, you know, just uh, flew past uh, the, the phase of uh, t- uh, ticket selling. Uh, that just shows shows the interest that, that they have over there. And uh, yeah. so I, I think uh, we're moving towards a good... Uh, Final I League season that we can you know just imagine uh, before the actual uh, sort of merger takes place. Uh, so hope uh, another season uh, uh, and this one is going to be filled with foreigners again. Uh, uh, any update on that, uh, Chiranjit? We've uh, heard last from the AFF is that six foreigners will be uh, part of the I League squad. Yeah. Uh, that's an in, that's an increase of two from the earlier four. So any uh, yeah. you know uh, uproar on that matter because we did uh, did read about some reports. Well, uh, uh, for now uh, there does not seem to be uh, you know too much of a uh, you know discourse on that anymore. Everybody has accepted that there's going to be six uh, in the squad and five on the spot, and uh, the transfer business seems to be uh, centered on that as well. Like uh, you know just this morning. Uh, Diogo Ferreira uh, just did a press conference in Kolkata mm-hmm. uh, after he signed for Mohan Bagan, uh, and uh, it seems like Mohan Bagan have how many? Uh, they got they got uh, Yuta Kinowaki. They're pursuing uh, very uh, aggressively. They got Dika. Uh, they got Kingsley. 
uh, and uh, it, it it seems like they've got uh, uh, Sony Norde who is uh, very interested in coming back uh, next season as well although he's still open to other offers mm-hmm. so five signings already you know uh, and and maybe if Bayi Kamo does well uh, in in the uh, entire uh, CFL upcoming uh, maybe he will get a chance as well. So uh, we we just need to see how this pans out, uh, you know, and uh, how uh, how the entire squad uh, shapes up in the next couple of months. But it seems that uh, you know a, a lot of the clubs are already uh, you know uh, just going ahead uh, with their plans with that in mind that we'll have six foreigners in the squad, uh, and uh, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe this is a mistake from my league uh, to go for six foreigners. Uh, we'll we'll see how that pans yeah. out. But we we have not uh, heard much about it from uh, you know yeah, Aizol FC, uh, Minerva quite, Punjab, Chennai yeah, yeah. City. Yeah. yeah, you know those guys. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. actually uh, protested this, and when the uh, final decision came out, uh, they were like, "Yeah, okay, we didn't like this, but." You know, we yeah, have to so live no, with it. That's so what no it official like. statements yeah. uh, uh, put up in, you know, uh, like a, uh, say a disagreement or, you know, not, uh, they're not being happy about it. So we yeah. just take it at, at that and uh, let's hope uh, 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 we hear about uh, the new teams that are picked up in the I-League soon. Uh, so that's a wrap yeah. for, for the TFG football uh, edition and uh, we will come back to uh, to you all tomorrow. Uh, till then, uh, do follow the the TFG Football Twitter handle, and if you're listening to us on YouTube, do like, share, and comment. You know that's how we know that uh, uh, we are reaching out to you, and we are doing a good job. And also download the IVM Podcast app. You can listen to the various other shows that they have. And uh, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, Chiranjit Oja is Chiranjit's handle. Boza underscore Kevin is my handle. Do talk to us. Do let us know via comments, and uh, we'll catch you up tomorrow. Bye. was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in Excuse me, bhaiya. Excuse me. Bole, madam. Menu mein kya hai? Menu mein seen unseen hai, podcast hai, on course hai, Cyrus hai, Mare in India, Rediscovery Project, Empowering Series, Sex Vex hai, IVM Likes hai, Simplified hai, Keeping It Queer hai, Things and Destinations hai, My Neighbor Zuckerberg hai, aur The Fan Garage hai. Aapko kya chahiye hai? Uh, ek baar repeat kar denge kya? Repeat repeat nahi karta hum. Aap jao ivmpodcast.com pe aur suno ye sab. Ya fir download karo unka app. Sab aapke ungliyo pe.